Hello. Welcome to Goth and Bougie Podcast. Welcome. The shit show. This is episode 140. Look at me knowing. Yes. Oh my God. Is this real life? It's because it's because we had just talked about the dates and I looked at it. <laughs> it's right in front of me. <laughs> yes, just because she just checked it. Yes. Uh, yes. Hilarious. Oh. Good stuff. So how have you been? Fantastic. Um, I am so good. Like I was struggling with like just stress and anxiety the last few months, but I'm good now. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, oh, shit. I got a new, so I told you guys there was a big announcement. So I got a new job. So I put in my notice this week. Um, I started beginning of the year. So I'm kind of taking a month off. I told you I might come see you. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. Um, like for a weekend or something. We'll yeah. See. Um, so yeah, so no, I'm good. Everything's good. We just went, got back from Missouri, um, visiting my family there and it was so needed. I haven't been there for a few years, went and saw where my dad's ashes are. Uh, and that was, it was crazy. So I don't know if you saw my post, I posted on Facebook. So I yeah. bought this, I bought, I found my TikTok too. So if you see it today, guys that follow me you might see it, but I bought, we went to the only grocery store in town that had a bouquet of fresh flowers <laughs> and, um, it was, oh my God, hold on. Got a squirrel moment. My apartment's just emailed. They're shutting off water. I got to just look really fast. Like who shuts off the water in the middle of the day? We're here. Thank God I took a shower. Did they say how long are they going to shut it off for? Oh, uh, they're going to have turn off water to all property. If you live in one of these buildings, why are we turned off Thursday? 11, 17 from nine to one. Okay. I won't be here. Anyways. So I bought a bouquet of flowers and it, I had picked up one. One and I was like, no, that I'm just not speaking to me. So I saw this other one. It had a red carnation. My dad's favorite color was red. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what I want. This is what I want. Right. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mom bought it. We get to where in OCO, about 45 minutes away, where he is, um, his ashes are. I was going to say buried. But he's, I guess he could be buried. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. And um, we're unwrapping the flowers. And I was going to, I was just going to throw them in the water because usually we do balloons. I'm like, no, balloons are bad for the environment. The birds get them. I said, let's right. do flowers yeah. instead, you know, and it's just better. I, I, I like that. Good. Yeah, so we did the flowers into the water, and I'm opening the bouquet, and all of a sudden, like, buried in the bottom is a fucking single yellow rose. I'm like, I looked at my mom, looked, I go, there's a yellow rose. She looked at me, I looked at her, I held it up. We all kind of, like, started, like, tearing up. Well, you have to explain what the yellow rose means. I am. My dad always gives my mom yellow roses, and she carried yellow roses when I got married. I have, if you see me in person, I have a yellow rose tattoo on my right arm mm-hmm. from my parents because my dad always gave my mom yellow roses. So it was like, is that Depeche Mode or Yellow Rose of Texas? Because it has love oh, at the bottom. Funny. They were married for 41 <laughs> years when he died. So to me, they're the true meaning of love. Mm-hmm. And so like, we were like, this is fucking weird that there's a yellow rose. Like we didn't eat, neither one of us you saw it. You couldn't see it when opened... you picked up the bouquet. Yeah, it's like no sending a message specifically to your mom because you picked the bouquet because of the red and it's, it's like your dad yes. i'm here it was mm-hmm. crazy it was That's the craziest like shit so she kept the rose and she took a picture with it and we left it at my aunt's house so he could stay with her and then mm-hmm. we're driving home so my dad's name was barry kent k-e-n-t kent and so everyone there in missouri calls him kent they don't call him barry they call him kent Mm-hmm. so we're driving home and there's a freaking like suv car and i'm i don't know why i noticed that i don't ever look at license plates i noticed this license plate it had knt kent huh i was like what is going on <laughs> like Aww. it was crazy so there? but yeah so i did that 
hang out with the pigs and the cows. Um, <laughs> I was kind of bummed because I wanted to deliver a baby calf while I was there. In my 46 years, I have not done that yet. And I told my uncle Don, I said, if you're delivering a cow, wake me up. I want to can help you deliver the baby calf. Like, I want to do it. I think it'd be right. Fun, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Our pigs. He's like, well, I have some due in December. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me now. <laughs> so, um, it was fucking cold. It was 27 degrees. It was cold. Wow. So we just had a good time. We went shopping one morning. And it's so funny because it's some shit you and I would do. Mm -hmm. My aunt, we're walking out of this one store. We parked like far to the left, right? My aunt drives a white Buick. So it's a four-door four sedan. There's a silver SUV, not even the same fucking car type. She's walking out, clipping her, clicking her key fob. I'm walking to the left. She's walking to the straight ahead. I'm like, well, maybe she's taking a shortcut. She opens the door to the silver SUV and gets starts getting in the fucking car. I looked at her and my mom's like, what are you doing? I go, that's not your car. And she goes, oh my God, and slams the door. We laughed. We I did that. I didn't talk about the show, but like, I did that like two weekends ago. Me and Robert went to eat at a Chinese place we like across the river. And I'm walking, uh -huh. we, we leave, we're walking out and I'm walking straight towards the truck, which we had gotten out of when we got there. I'm walking straight towards the gray truck, which is right there in front of us. I reach over and I open the fucking door and Robert's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was somebody else's truck. And the woman, the woman who was the truck belonged to, she was like, she had stopped at the door next door to the Chinese place. Like, cause she was going to a salon or something and she had stopped and was just right. looking. She, her hand was on the door and she was looking at me. I died laughing. I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I was like, get died. in the fucking truck. We get in the car. She's like, you can go to jail for that. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> That's funny. We laughed so hard about it. It was so funny. So, um, oh, and Belle sees now too. I haven't posted on social media, but I have bangs now. Yes, I love them. And I clip it. I was like, you need to get bangs. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I do have bangs. Just well, like, the clipping ones you had you had done looked really natural. That's what I'm saying. That that's why I was saying like you would look really good with bangs. Yeah, look like your hair. No, I kept my bangs. David's like, I'm in the bathroom, and David's like, I'm like, so I held up my. You know, you like, have an existential was, crisis whenever you cut bangs. So. No, I'm. It was because I was leaving my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's what I'm saying. It's like it's like always like. A, a, a end of a journey beginning of a journey it's always like a, something happening in your life when people get yes bangs or yeah, so I just need hair. a change and it was a good change they'll grow fast my hair grows fine so the other thing I did when I was there we went a few in, to a few antique shops because they were having like a Christmas open house in a lot of the like little boutiques from Bolivar Missouri and some of the other little towns yeah so we went to this antique store and I bought this really cute lamp um I'll send you a picture of it in a little bit so I'm like, I don't need a fucking man. So anyways, I get home and I plug it in. It's literally from the 50s, like 40s, 50s. So it has no like ground on the plug. Right. So Mel plugs it in because I was working there. <laughs> it goes, like all my electricity. <laughs> you blow the breaker? So I'm like, okay. Just shut, the, yeah, the breaker. Yeah. So I went and turned it, I unplugged it, went and turned it back on. And I was like, well, shit. So my friend comes over, uh, Craig, and he's like, you can't plug that in in he's like there's no ground on it I'm like I'm gonna change out the plug and redo the lamp myself do you know what I did I redid the lamp myself I, I changed you. the whole like plug and like the top part and it's a beautiful lamp now and it works so yeah yeah but so you could have like yeah, bought a so. surge protector strip or something and plugged it into that well it's, it's changing the plug done, works so. that way you don't have to have something that way nobody else ever plugs it in wrong so that's I'm proud of well, you and they're not worried little miss electrician 
Yeah, and then <laughs> I'm not worried about it catching my apartment on fire. Right, and yeah. That decanter, the whiskey decanter I showed you um, from 1967, Jim yeah, Beam whiskey cool. decanter. It's like a genie bottle. It's really cool. It is. It looks really eBay. cool. I like that. Yeah, and I looked on eBay, and they're selling like anywhere I told you from like 60 something to $100. I'm like, I'm not going to sell it, but it was just really cool. Cause I always, anytime I go to antique shops, I always take my um, phone and do the Google picture and it pull, yeah. pulls up the same thing. I don't thing know why the like, antique shop owners don't do that. I guess they figured the, I guess they figured the population of people coming in there, they probably couldn't get it to sell like that for that much money. Probably. Probably I mean, it was four dollars. So yeah. um, probably my brother, my little brother collects them. So that's what we were really looking for, some for him. Um, but I mean, probably so. I mean, and I'm in little Podunk, Missouri town, literally right. that has like like a thousand something people. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah. It was so small. I mean, Osceola, where my dad's ashes are, it's not like a population of like under five hundred people. Like, right, it's so small. So yeah, um, and then. And they went deer hunting. We left Saturday. We're going to leave Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. We took our time getting home. And um, we went, uh, and they were they were out deer hunting that morning. So my cousin, little cousin, well, he's not little. He's about to get married. He had got a deer. And so I took a picture with him with it. I'm like, oh, that makes me sad. You took a I picture don't see, with I know him and it. the dead deer? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't why. I don't know it is. Are you not going to put that on your dating profile? Because that seems to be like what the dating profiles are for guys. It's usually like a, fish, a fish or something. Yeah. No, no, I didn't take a, I didn't, I took a picture of him with the dead deer. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh, why would yeah, you? Yeah, not, <laughs> I was trying not to figure out why, why, touching why, it. why, I don't understand the why on that. Yeah. Okay. And well, because you're just we trying also to, went to the, be like um, the locals, you know? <laughs> We also went to the Pioneer Woman Mercantile because my mom loves Pioneer Woman. It's something yeah, she wanted to I like do. Her too. So on our way up there, we drove to it. Um, it's it's okay. It's not like is a it, big to do. Is it like Joe and Chips? Like JoJo? There's there's the gains is a little bit bigger. Um, this is not that big of a deal. Everything was so expensive. We ate there. The food was good. I had a. a I bet it's a big deal there. for the people good. there because they're from there. <laughs> It is bringing so much money into this little town. Mm -hmm. It has anywhere from 6,000 to 10,000 visitors a day. When I read the statistics, wow. there's only 3,000 people in the little town. Wow. So it's bringing, so people have been able to open like little boutiques around it. Um, so it's definitely helping the environment there, which is a great thing for small mm -hmm. little towns and mm -hmm. you know, everything that's going on in the world today. So yeah, that's all I can, did. Maybe they can do something other than just, you know, get people for speeding tickets. That seems to be what little towns do. Oh too. my God. Oklahoma is the fucking worst. Little towns. Worst. I thought they that's all that funds these little towns is fucking tickets. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I'm that's, that's okay. That's all I've done. I'm going to get my mammogram here in a little bit. So this I afternoon. I need to do that. Shut up. I mean, I didn't even do it last year. Oh. Um, I was supposed to do it last year and I didn't. So I haven't had one since I left. Um, this is since I've moved to South Carolina and I moved back. I haven't had one. Mm -hmm. So I've got to, I just, I've got to get I need it done, to because especially with. I should have done it. I wonder if I can still get it done this year. Because if I do it this year, I get $250 in my. Yeah. You should be able to get in and do it. I mean, right. it and then I can minutes. buy more massages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's not bad. Everyone complains that it's bad. I will say, since my when my boobs are bigger, the triple D's it definitely didn't hurt as didn't hurt at all. 
Like it was whatever. They just plop them up there and squish it. Mm -hmm. Now that they're a D, it does hurt a little bit more because I don't have as much for them to pull out and pull in the smush. Yeah. So I'm like, and I'm up on my tiptoes a little bit, you know, so, but it's not bad. Like people complain about it. I would honestly much rather do that and have a pap smear than go to the damn dentist personally. Oh yeah. That's just Uh me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, but that's it. That's all I've done in my life. Yeah. I've never understood why people complain so much about mammograms either. And past years don't even bother me. Like, I don't know. They don't hurt. Mine are, mine are, Unless you, I mean, I'm a big girl, but mine are between a C and a D. Mine are, are not that big. Yeah, mine's a C, D. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not bad at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a triple D and they swap them up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's my life. How's your world been? Well, hold on. I'm chewing. Oh, she's eating. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat one well, because it's my story. By the time this episode releases, which you said you're probably going to do it sometime Tuesday or Wednesday, I will be the mother of a married woman. I know. Oh, it's my crazy. God. When do y'all leave? Um, we leave Friday afternoon and <gasps> we leave here they leave tomorrow afternoon. They're getting there a, a, a day earlier, but we leave here. It's like a th- we're it's like three o'clock. We're gonna be at the airport. I'm hoping just all the flights are on time going there and coming back because it's just yeah, because it's international. Yeah, and plus we have a layover both times. So on the way there, we have one layover. It's only like an hour long, and if my original flight's delayed, you know that's the the, the scary piece. When they're an hour, yeah, that's cutting yeah. it close. And if it could be if it's delayed at all. Um, but we have the, just an hour layover in Newark. And then from Newark, we fly to Edinburgh and that flight's only like seven hours. It's not that bad. Um, there was direct flights from New Orleans to there, but they were like, just really gosh, uh, outrageous on the prices. And, but coming back, we have two layovers, which I'm even more nervous about coming back. We fly back from Edinburgh to Frankfurt, Germany. Then we, um, catch another plane from Frankfurt to Dulles, um, which is Washington, DC. And then from there back to here. So, and we have to catch that plane in Edinburgh at six o'clock in the morning. And, you know, since we're flying international, we have to get there even earlier. So it's like three, in the States, it's going to be like, I think that works out to be like 1am in the States. Whenever we leave, the good thing is that uh, we kind of fly back in time because We'll be flying back and jumping back over the time zones so that we will get back here and it'll still be Sunday. Um, I took that next Monday off because I just know I'm going to be dead. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, we're really looking forward to it. When we fly in, my, my other concern is we're, we're leaving, you know, here at three o'clock in the afternoon. we got to be there at one. That means from one o'clock on Friday afternoon, until we, the next day, we're going to be in the same clothes. So I asked Cheyenne. Well, you can put clothes in one of your backpack. You can put an outfit in your backpack. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to like carry an outfit in our carry-on. And I asked Cheyenne. because Which is a- always a good idea. So in case they lose yeah. your luggage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our, our wedding outfits are going in that too. Because I would not want to. Everything else can get lost. I don't care. Toiletries, makeup, all that can be rebought. But, you know, we have to have this shit for the wedding. Um but I asked Cheyenne if like we could stop at their hotel if they're there and maybe change our clothes. If not, we'll just go into a bathroom or something because we're leaving straight. As soon as we get into Edinburgh, we're picking up our rental car and driving north to Inverness. And that that drive is usually like 
four hours. Mm -hmm. Um, but because we're stopping off at several places along the way, it extends it's like a seven hour road trip. But that's to me is what a road trip really is, is that it's not like 10 hours to get from one location to another. It's stopping along the way at places. So like we're going to be stopping at Balmoral Castle, which is the royal residence for um, now the king when he's in Scotland. And it's actually where Queen Elizabeth died when they were in Balmoral. And then from there, we're going to go see a castle that's on the sea cliffs. It's called Dunatrar Castle, and the rock formation that the castle sits on is 330 million years old. Oh, wow. Just, just, oh my gosh. And then the (laughs) castle itself is um, several hundred years old. So I'm just really excited to to do those, stop at those different places all around Scotland. Like I took on my RB Reel, I took a picture of like our roadmap of all the places we're stopping. And then we're stopping also on the way at my family ancestral castle and a couple other places. One of the places I'm most excited, I'm excited about all of it, but when we're in Inverness, do you watch Outlander? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I've never watched Outlander. I've actually started watching it, started watching the first episode, <clears throat> but that's really where good, she but- was. She was in, in, she was outside of Inverness when that happened in, in Outlander. But one of the locations I'm really most excited about visiting is called the Clava Carnes, And it is a 4,000 year old bronze age burial site. That is wow. fascinating to me. Human history, 4,000 years old. <clears throat> I mean, the land we're on every day is billions of years old. It's this human history. We've, I've talked about this before. Human history is what's fascinating to me is that there were humans walking right there, doing their daily lives and burying their dead right there 4,000 years ago. That's just amazing to me. So it's we crazy. are going to spend two days in Inverness and, you know, traveling all around there. Then we're, then the, that, Monday morning, we're then driving from there and taking again a long road trip back down to Glencoe, where the wedding's going to be, and we're stopping at Loch Ness. We're driving over to the Isle of Skye, and we're going to visit the fairy pools. They're called the fairy pools, and then driving back down and stopping at some other really Mm -hmm. cool locations along the way to Glencoe. And then when we're in Glencoe, that's where the wedding's going to be. And she hasn't announced this to like social media yet, but this isn't going to come out until after hopefully no one, no one knows she knows listens, but the wedding's going to be like eight o'clock in the morning. So that wedding day starts at like six o'clock in the morning. Cause we, she's getting hair and makeup, all that stuff done. Um, yeah. I was hoping she found someone to do all that for her there. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's doing hair and makeup. They're going to meet us, meet us at, we're actually going to do that at my Airbnb because we're closer to the ceremony site. She, they're staying at a castle. They're staying at Inverlochy <clears throat> castle, which is gorgeous. That's where they're staying. Um, and then we're gonna do the ceremony and stuff. And then we're going to go back and, you know, I was like, do you want to have a reception or something? She's like, well, I'm playing. So I actually booked her. We, we booked us. I booked all of us, but there's only eight of us for afternoon tea. Lucky <laughs> castle so we're gonna have afternoon tea as her little reception thing it's gonna be really, really that is fun. so fun yeah she's got all her dresses uh, oh, she's, it's just gorgeous she I came cannot out to town wait to see what? pictures I just can't yeah. wait I can't oh, wait to yeah. see pictures are they already yeah. there no no they they leave tomorrow but Cheyenne came into town over the weekend just this last weekend to get her nails done for the wedding <clears throat> Um, oh for Ashley yes so and again I cannot say enough about Ashley's salon bijou if you're ever in New Orleans and need nails done contact her to see if she she's often booked up so if you know you're going to be in New Orleans and want your nails done 
reach out to her and get, get an appointment because she's just really amazing. Um, but yeah, she, Cheyenne, uh, again, this is not going to come out after the wedding, but she has real dried flowers in each of her nails that match the colors oh of my her gosh. dress. And then what was really cool, Mel, is we went to that little store <laughs> here that me and you like is called Red Lantern. It's where you got that yes. shirt for, uh, yeah. for David. David yeah. um, we were looking and we were looking at a little jewelry case. There was a set of earrings that were rectangle with a dried pressed flower inside the earrings and it was the exact flower that was on her thumb so she bought those for her wedding it was like it was meant to be because oh, it's the same exact pressed flower that's in her thumb that's on her thumb yeah so and it's they're just really pretty and I said do you have earrings for the wedding yet she's like no I'm like oh that's it if these are your earrings so yeah we're, we're all getting excited now I'm I'm Robert and I are gifting her these something old something new something borrowed something blue and a sixpence for her shoe um so the six, I actually did a sixpence and not a penny because the sixpence is like the traditional way, but the sixpence right. is out of rotation. They don't have sixpences anymore there. So I had to buy it online, but I bought a 1950s. She doesn't know this yet, but this won't really start the wedding. I bought her a 1957 sixpence, sixpence because all the numbers add up to 22. Cause she's getting married on oh. 11, 22, 22. So all those numbers add up to 22. So that's why I bought the 1957, um, six pence. So super excited. I'm gifting her my mother's wedding ring for the something old. Um, oh my God. Yeah, she's going to love that. Yeah. The she's going to cry. Oh yeah. The something new Robert is, um, gifting her a handkerchief to carry with her that has like a really beautiful saying on it. Um, something borrowed. I'm actually going to let her borrow my money Grigri to put in her bouquet to carry with her. Um, and then the something blue, I got this, it's a bouquet charm. And it's got little blue beads, but I'm going to put a picture of Tony in it. So that and it says always, always with me and the little charm. And also a oh, picture she's going to cry mom. for that too. I know. So it's going to have a picture of Tony and a picture of my mom in there. So she can have that. Um, I've got to print the pictures. I was trying to get my printer to work. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. But yeah, it's just all happening. It's like, oh my God. It's like, this is happening now. And I'm, I'm so scared. I'm going to forget something. I'm like going, I haven't got anything packed. But I have the things ready to pack. Yeah, just, just lay like, every, oh if you walk by something and you God. think that you need to pack, just start making a pile and lay everything in that. That's what I've been doing. Robert was like wanting to make a list. I'm like, I'm not making a list with everything. With I, He's like, we can't forget our IDs. I'm like, that's in my, I'm not going to forget my ID. I'm not going to forget, but still, I'm like, I'm not making a list with all that. Don't forget your passports. Uh, that's what he said too. I'm like, well, I'm not going to forget that because I've got a passport. Because we, because we, because we know you. <laughs> son of a, you'll say, son of a bitch. I forgot. Son, son of a bitch. bitch. I forgot. I won't forget those because those have to go with me to the airport. So I know I won't forget that stuff. And, we, and even other stuff. So well. I mean, like other stuff, jewelry. I, I don't think of, I can't think of anything else that I, if I forgot it, it would be a big deal. Except for the stuff for the wedding, which I have that all right here. So look, I got something else to tell you. Remember I told you about my mouse friend that he's like talking uh -huh. with Jasper now, it seems like, because we can't refer to this fucking mouse. And he's, look, <clears throat> this is what I'm doing now because I was sitting on my calls and I'm looking over this fucking mouse because I'm in a seat. He's just sitting there in my fucking door frame. And I'm like, oh. You can I'll see you? <laughs> he's, Did you he's, make a TikTok? You see me? I see I'm you. Like, I'm like, Hey. And like, so he'll just sit there and run along the walls. 
I'm like, my, that motherfucker. Robert's like, you didn't get up and like try to, I'm like, no, I'm on a call. I'm working. I can't do that. I can't get up. So, um, I got, <laughs> I just held up a, uh, an airsoft handheld I gun. I think they're called air airsoft. But I'm Holy like, I'm not a Hello, fan. Hello, Charlie. Of okay, hold on. I think we, uh, are you still there? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what just happened, but you like froze. And what's really fun is that it, we I don't should. know, but that picture is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so what 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 I have, guys, in my hand is a handheld. It looks like a gun, but it's an airsoft thing called airsoft little BB gun. But I lie, I'm like, shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> good aim too. Because I was practicing shooting the Christmas tree box. And I'm like, I'm going to aim for it. And then I aim for the same spot. And it's only like two inches away. I said, I love, I don't, I don't really, I don't shoot, but I love shooting games. So I've always practiced uh -huh. with shooting games. Um, but yeah, I'm going to fucking peg that motherfucker. But I ordered rat glue traps. This is another effort. We've tried like everything. I. Uh they work. I will tell you, they work because we had a, we had a mice and then they had babies that were at our old house. We first moved in over in Rowlett yeah. and they work, they work. It was horrible because some of the babies got on it, but I'm like, we couldn't get yeah, rid of Yeah, that's them. us is that we really tried to be like humane and humane. all of it, but I, I figured with the, the, the mouse glue traps, they just jump over, but with the rat ones, they'll be too big for them to jump over. And I'm like, what's that? So we're going to put those out tonight. Um, and or Thursday night, because that's when they're coming in and hopefully catch them Friday before we leave. Um, and I told Robert, I'm like, what's going to suck is that like they scream when they get caught on those. And like, we're just going to have to go to sleep with, we listen to rain sounds when we're sleeping. Like, we just have to turn that motherfucker up and put in our earplugs and just close. Have the, have the mice stop screaming, Clarice? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, well, I got to do fucking something because they're, they're, they're making me crazy. But yeah, my life, that's my life right now. Not a whole lot going on. Um, do you see? I yeah, have, but you're going to have an, I have my tree. I up saw your Christmas tree because you, mine's up too. I know. I, I told Robert, I said, I cannot have Mel who hates Christmas, have her tree up before. And I don't have mine up. Plus I always put it up. You're like right at Thanksgiving week and we're not going to be here. So I'm like, nope, I'm putting it up now. So it was fun. Me and Cheyenne did it and. Yeah, got all my favorite ornaments. I think on it. I think after 2020, like everybody does whatever the fuck they want. If they want to celebrate Halloween all year, you celebrate Halloween. Well, that's why I'm excited to go to Europe right now, is because they don't have Thanksgiving, and a lot of the stuff is already getting, you know, put up for Christmas. And they also only have six hours of daylight. I was talking to my my UK uh, coworker, and she was saying she thinks part of it is because it's so dark you know it gets dark early and stays dark until late into the morning like sunrise is not till 8 30 so um she thinks that you know they also for lighting is why they keep the christmas lights up so early I'm super excited we're thinking of maybe next year of just <laughs> making the thanksgiving a trip a thing and uh do a trip to germany next year around thanksgiving too because we're just no that's awesome you know, i think it's an amazing thing you guys are doing that's exciting it is, and it, I is. My mom, it is exciting oh i saw oh, my mom oh. earlier and i told her and i'm like that bitch is going to scotland <laughs> and so next year we're actually taking two cruises one cruise um is a seven-day cruise around july 4th 
to the uh, to Key West. I think it's when you did Key West, Freeport, and Nassau. And then um, I booked us for the Headbangers boat. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So fucking, it's already sold out. It's already fucking sold out. It's like, I told Robert, if we really want to do this, we're going to have to put the deposit down now because it, it's, it's, it, there was hardly any left whenever I started looking and it was, it had only been on sale for a day. So it's, um, Lamb of God, I think Testament, uh, Lacuna Coil, Dying Wish, a couple other just really, really hard bands. It's going to be awesome. And so Robert's also, what's going to be awesome. It's going to be people like us. People who like yes. the music we like, the type of lifestyle we like. So that's what we're most excited about. It only has the and one And there probably stop. won't be any fucking kids on the boat. Well, they do allow them. So I don't know. Right. There but may I'm not saying be there probably lot. won't be yeah. that many if there are any at all. Like there right. is sometimes. Right, 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 right. So yeah. Because excited. after going on the cruise this summer, I realized why my mom and I take the cruises during September and October now. Because there's no kids. No, hardly any fucking kids on there. Mm-hmm. Why we like taking them in October too is because it, when yeah. you go in the summer, it's like that's when all the families are there too. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Okay. Well, while you're in Scotland, find me a hot ass Scottish boy like Jamie. Show him my picture. My, my best friend's single. You should have. Uh... <laughs> Here's her phone number. Here's why? her. So you Instagram. can move to Scotland. I can't come get you from Scotland. <laughs> they can move to the states oh good stuff yeah me and Cheyenne we're talking about how we're excited to be like we will be the tourists like our accent will be different and to have everyone around us be you know have that accent of either Scottish or English it's gonna be so awesome super um, excited I think we should do I think we should do a goth and bougie world tour and go okay. to Europe somewhere too I agree we should do that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was it that's it for me so let's take um, a little quick break before you tell your story what's your story about is it true crime paranormal it's it is a, a true crime story and so i actually know someone that has a connection with this true crime story and it's fucking insane is it a kid killer it's not a kid killer it's a parent killer oh okay we can do that all right the, all right stay tuned it's not guys. a kid it's an older it's a young adult who killed murdered his kid his parents yeah okay i can do that one all right our parent yeah. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Word on this computer. Welcome back. Hello and welcome back. Oh, I forgot to tell. I, I ordered my my dynamite vein proofs. The the photos that I want edited. I'm super excited. Her turnaround time now is ten weeks. She's a lot faster. She has to put that out there, but definitely, I can tell you, I got my pictures back super fast this last time, and it was the same thing ten weeks. But I think it's because of the holidays coming up. And but stuff yours were Halloween me. themed, weren't yours? Like Halloween shoot? Didn't you do a Halloween shoot? Uh, I did the she Halloween kind of Okay, yeah, because I know she prioritizes the ones that like need to get out mm -hmm. for that specific holiday. So like, she'll probably prioritize the Christmas ones things that the people yeah it was their Christmas ones so I'm okay with that if it's a full 10 weeks it won't be till like end of January which is fine I bet you get them before I bet you get them before that though but it's fine I but yeah I, I think we really nailed it this time it was hard to pick specific ones I, I had so this one what go ahead what? I was gonna say had I, had, I had bought extra edits so I actually had five edits. So I got nine. I was able to get nine. And I went ahead and used all my edits because I don't know when I'll be able to book with her again. But yeah, yeah. Back, we, yeah. I think we we got it this time. We nailed the look I was going for. And awesome. I was wanting this time. Super excited about them. 
Um, yeah, let's get so into if the you This will this oh, release right before um, Thanksgiving. So mm -hmm. if you guys in the area um, at Dynamite Dance Studio in Fort Worth on next, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So whatever that is, whatever that, what is that date? The 27th. What is it? 27th, that Sunday, they're doing a huge witches um, like market. Oh, like a bazaar? So, a bazaar, bazaar? A bazaar, witch bazaar, witchy bazaar there Neat. at Dynamite Dames. Oh. So if you guys are available, go. It's, I think it is witchy bazaar, but Dynamite Dames has posted a lot of stuff about it too. Um, but Sarah definitely promotes our podcast, so I don't mind. She gives out cards. I got to take cards to her too because I didn't get to go there. I was one. thinking, damn, I wish um, I had more cards to take with me over there, overseas. I don't. I have like ten, so make it put make a copy and then just cut them out of paper. <laughs> you just need the front of the card. That's all you need. You'll be the fine. QR it's code. fine. Just the QR code, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. All right. So my story today is true crime. It's about Christopher Porco um crazy pants man so my friend craig gave me this the idea for this story craig i'm like you is craig I've known your you neighbor for like no no i've known you for like five or six years now and you're just now telling me this and you knew i did a podcast now for almost three or four years do i know craig? so um i don't think so no hmm. no okay. he's my friend that's going through a divorce right now a bad divorce so that's a lot of people. um yeah right mm. so he gave me this story so christopher was actually he, so was one of his students when he was a naval science um, professor at the university of rochester before uh christopher flunked out yes christopher <laughs> actually talked to craig several times mm. about trying to get him help him get back into the school for getting kicked out um but he had already flunked out he's like i can't help you man so we're going to get into this crazy story. So it was crazy that I knew someone that, mm, and then I read this story and I was person. like, oh my God. Right. It's insane. So on November 15th, 2004, Peter Porco was found dead in his home in Bethlehem, New York. Nearby, his wife had been bludgeoned and was barely clinging to life. The horrific crime scene <clears throat> seemed to leave more questions and answers about the events that had led to the brutal attack of both of these people. I mean, these parents, they were... I don't know exactly their age. I want to say they're like in their fifties right. because their son was 21. So forties, fifties, maybe. Could have been, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so in or the, they could the, have had, the, you know, their children when they were young, like we did and just being there. True. True. I mean, so something in forties, fifties, sixties, you know, mm -hmm. like our age, middle yeah. age. Um, so the pair had been attacked with an ax while they were sleeping in their bed. A cut screen in the garage window suggested someone had broken in. However, after a short investigation, quickly led police to change to a different suspect than someone just random person breaking in. It changed to their son, 21 year old son, Christopher Porco, who was Craig's fucking student at the University of Rochester. Porco says that he was at the University of Rochester four hours away, but he insisted um, that he'd been in the college dorm the night his parents were attacked. But dumbass, I mean, in 2004, they had surveillance cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm, yeah. They had surveillance cameras up around like how can you How can you say you were somewhere that had no evidence of you being there through all their cameras? And so how their cameras? Yeah, this was the 70s and 80s yeah. and 90s. I mean, this is mm -hmm. early 2000s. 
But the surveillance footage and evidence from toll booths along the highway between Bethlehem and Rochester, 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 Rochester suggested otherwise. Um, as the investigation unfolded, that's the other thing is like there's cameras like on the freeways and shit now. How do you think you can get rid in of the toll booth? They take pictures. Yeah. Send me a picture of myself and have a bill. And I'm like, I mean, hi. There's cameras <laughs> everywhere now. Yes. How do you think you can? So lie as the investigation shit? unfolded, police learned that he had been fighting with his parents in the weeks leading up to this attack. When this information, Porco was convicted of. When they got this information, he was convicted of murder and sentenced to at least fifty years in prison. Yet the remains. He remains adamant that, wait, hold on. Wait. Maybe my paper notes right. He remains adamant that he is innocent. So the disagreements with his parents, uh, Peter and Joan Porco, began long before he crept into their home and killed them with an axe. In the middle, well, killed him, and she's still alive. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay. In the middle of the night. According to Murderpedia, they'd been arguing about his grades for a year prior to the attacks, which Craig said, you know, he flunked out. He flunked out. So they thought he was still at the University of Rochester, but then he flunked out. Um, he had been forced to withdraw from the University of Rochester, which was not correct. He actually flunked out mm -hmm. um, after the fall 2003 semester due to failing grades. He told his parents it was because a professor had lost his final exam. I asked Craig, were you that professor? He's like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that he a professor had lost his final exam and enrolled in the Hudson Valley Community College for the spring 2004 term. He was then accepted back into the University of Rochester in fall of 2004, but only because he'd forged his transcripts from the community college. Porco began, Porco again told his parents that the lost exam had been found and that the school was covering his tuition costs to compensate for the misunderstanding, <laughs> which they don't do. Yeah, we know, know this. That. Come on now. In reality, Christopher had taken out a $31,000 loan by forging his father's signature as a co-signer. I was about to say, how the, the hell did he get approved for a $30,000 loan? He's 21. <laughs> he used the money to pay his tuition and purchase a yellow Jeep Wrangler. So when Peter Porco found out about this loan that he had taken out, he was pissed, which I mean, I would well, be yeah. too. Like, come talk to me. I don't mind co-signing. Come talk to me. Don't just do it. He emailed his son in early November 2004 writing, did you forge my signature as a co-signer? What the hell are you doing? I'm calling Citibank this morning to find out what you have done. So of course, Christopher panicked, uh -huh. refused to answer calls from either of his parents. So his father emailed him once more. I want you to know that if you abuse my credit again, I'll be forced to um, file forgery affidavits and press charges against you. He followed up with, we may be disappointed with you, but your mother and I still love you and care Aww. about your future. Less than two weeks later, Peter was found brutally murdered. Wow. So early in the morning of November 15th, 2004. I never, I never can get it why, why people, like dad was going to, was okay with that. And he was, he just said, yeah. going forward, don't do it. Why people think the only resolution to things is fucking murder. Well, obviously Christopher was a uh, mentally unstable. sociopath. Yes, yeah. definitely mentally unstable. So um, he, on November 15th, 2004, Christopher Porco disabled his parents' burglar alarm, cut their phone line and crept into their quiet suburban home as they slept. He entered their bedroom and started swinging a fireman's ax at their heads. Porco then got in his Jeep and began the drive back to the University of Rochester, where he had recently been. I already read that part. I don't know why it repeats it. So, according to the Times Union, despite his devastating injuries, 
this is where it's fucking crazy. Peter didn't die immediately. Mm. In fact, he even got out of bed, went about his morning routine in a macabre daze. The man's been bashed in the head with a fucking fire axe. A trail of blood at the triumph. A trail of blood at the crime scene. Fuck. Showed that Peter had walked to the bathroom sink, tried to load the dishwasher. He brushed his teeth, packed his lunch, even wrote a check to pay one of Christopher's recent parking tickets. He, the kid did this and he loves him so much he's even paying his parking ticket. He then went outside to get the newspaper and it was at this moment the lady was stunned. <laughs> it was at I'm this moment. You. And it was at this <laughs> moment. Because I'm just thinking it he must have hit a part of his brain that impaired his what he was he must have not even realized Judgment. what had happened to him in seeing the blood. I mean, he must have just must have hit a part of his brain that impaired that ability to like make logical decisions of what's going on. Uh-huh. But I'm just thinking so, his neighbors. But wait, can you imagine if he, there's, there's more? It was that moment the neighbor knew it was murder. <laughs> There's more. So he went outside to get the newspaper, realized he'd locked himself out, and somehow had the presence of mind to open the door using a hidden spare key before collapsing in the home's foyer. The man got his dripping blood. Wrote a check. (laughs) But how do you not see your wife laying next to you when you get up? Like that's what I'm saying. It had to have hit part of his brain that impaired that type of judgment function function to where he just had had no idea what was happening. Exactly. But he collapsed in the home foyer as soon as he got back in after locking himself out. Oh my God. When a coroner later examined him, they discovered he'd been bashed in the skull 16 times with the ax and was missing part of his jaw. Now, how do you brush your fucking teeth missing part of your jaw? That's what I'm saying. It had to be like some part of his brain, just the motor, what is it called? The wrote, I don't know. Memory. It's, you're just yes. doing the same thing you're usually doing every day. Yeah. It's the routine. The fact your that routine. He, yeah. Yeah. That's what he's doing. That's crazy. So when he didn't show up to work as a law clerk that morning, a court officer. So I guess was there was no neighbors home. outside while he was getting his newspaper. It was early two in the morning. So, but he didn't that show up to work. Like, and so uh, as a law clerk, so one of the court officers was dispatched to his home to check on him. He walked into the uh, grizzly scene and immediately called 911. When officers arrived, they found Joan, his wife, still in bed, clinging to life. A portion of her skull was missing as well as her left eye. She was rushed to the hospital and placed into a medically induced coma, but not before telling one of the officers that her son was the culprit. And this is where it gets kind of crazy. Kind of so cra- according to the Times. Wait, it's already what? been crazy, but here's where it gets more it gets crazy. crazier. <laughs> so according to the Times Union, Christopher Bowdish, a detective with the Bethlehem Police Department, questioned Joan about her attacker as paramedics were stabilizing her because she's the most alert. They don't know if she's going to die or not. So they're right. just trying to make sure, you know, who, did, who do we need to... He claims that she shook her head no when he asked if her oldest son, Jonathan, was behind the attacks. But when she, whenever he asked her about if Christopher was guilty and did this, she nodded her head yes. However, when Jonah woke from her medically induced coma, like later on, she said she couldn't actually remember anything and that Christopher was innocent. This Aww. lady, this lady, I don't know. So police had already begun investigating Christopher and they found that his alibi for the evening, of course, was a lie because of all the 
footage and stuff that they caught. Corco said he'd been sleeping on the couch in his college dorm all night, but his roommate said they watched a movie in the common area and hadn't seen him there at all that night. So where was he? If they were sitting on the couch watching a movie, how was he sleeping on it? What's more is security cameras at the University of Rochester captured as easily in, um, in, in, shit, I can't talk, easily identifiable, malevolent. Malevolent. <laughs> identifiable yellow Jeep leaving campus at 10.30 p.m. on November 14th and returning at 8.30 a.m. on November 15th. So he got caught by the police, like there at the, it just doesn't make sense because he has all these, the, the timeline's adding up now. Right. They're putting all the pieces together, the puzzle pieces, it's adding up. But he's still coming by his Then toll booth collectors along the route from Rochester to Bethlehem, because they questioned them, also recalled seeing a yellow Jeep. It's not like he had a black Jeep. He had a fucking yellow Jeep. There's not yeah. that many yellow Jeeps <laughs> out there. Right. And according to forensic tales, Porco's DNA self, was if you later murder found. Someone, do not pick a brightly colored vehicle lime green or you know yeah um so porco's dna was later found on one of the toll tickets proving he was indeed the person driving the jeep christopher was arrested for his father's murder but he maintained his innocence throughout the trial what's more joan even argued to in her son's favor in a letter to the times union she wrote i implore the bethlehem police and the district attorney's office to leave my son alone Aww. and to search for peter's real killer or killers so that that he can rest in peace and my sons and i can live and live on safely so despite joan's pleas in 2006 christopher porco was found guilty of second degree murder and attempted murder and sentenced to a minimum of 50 years to life in prison after his conviction, he insisted on an interview with his father's um, true killers were still out there. At this point, he said, I have little confidence that they will ever be caught. It's because you fucking did it. So his mom, what's crazy is his mom, if you go and you look, she's at every like trial with him. She's at every time he's indicted. Everything, she is standing with That's him, so holding sad. an umbrella, holding an umbrella over him. Yeah, like she's deluding herself. Yeah, she just can't believe that he could do that. Yes. And it's yeah. just, and you see her and, you know, you can see that her plastic surgeon did a fucking bomb ass job on her face. I'm not going to lie. He did. Whoever she had, man, if I get hit in the face, I fucking want him because <laughs> he was missing an eye and part of her skull and you can't even fucking tell. Like, wow. I'm sure she has a glass eye in, but I mean, she looks amazing uh, for the trauma that she went through. But the right. man, I mean, he just... He still to this day says he's kept very quiet about it. He's still in jail, obviously, in New York. And he's kept very quiet about it. Does says that you know he didn't do it. Mom says he didn't do it. She's the only living witness. But I mean, that was trauma. That's horrible trauma. So of course she can't remember everything that happened, you know. And I'm sure she's had, you know, loss of memory and stuff, you know, because of that. So Yeah, yeah. Wow. Crazy story. But Craig told me them like, have you not told me about so this? He was convicted story? and sentenced to what again? Sentenced to 50 years to minimum to life. So I mean he's gonna live there. He's never getting out. Thank God. I mean he could I guess he could go for parole in 50 years if he's alive, but I mean he is 30. Yeah, well it depends on if he was sentenced without the possibility of parole. Because he could get parole before then, depending on a lot True. of True. Yeah. So but it said 50 years minimum. Wow. God. So he at least is gonna be the so that he'd be like 89 when he got out. So that is crazy. That's All a because crazy story. of I mean, and like again, I just can't 
boggles my mind that people that's where they go in their logic that's where you go with that to murder i mean do you know anyone who's i'm I, before you think to yourself dear listeners before you think to yourself i think i'm going to murder this person first ask yourself do you know anyone who's gotten away with murder <laughs> because the answer will probably be no no we know people that have been convicted for murder that didn't actually even murder anybody yes but no one's gotten away with murder nobody no no one that i know i mean i know they jokingly i send a text to bell with pictures of the pigs when i'm in misery i'm like i know where to bring the body i mean i know (laughs) we know that there are because we we talk about we cover some people who like didn't get convicted we know there are people but do you know anyone personally Probably right. not. So that's probably not the best choice. Um, maybe put your list together and have murder be like last on the list. Yeah. It never works out. Never works out. Yeah. So that's my crazy story. That is I crazy. You told me about it. I have already have a story for next time too, because at the end of when and I was your re- friend like had him in this, class. Yes. It was one of his students. <laughs> yeah. In did naval he say, like, did he seem off? I mean, did he, does he remember any of his interactions with him? Did he seem like? Uh, he does because he talked to him about, he wanted Craig to actually like do a letter to help him get back into the school before he forged, you know, the community college. When the first time they kicked him out, he's like, dude, I can't help you. Like, you got to do this. On your, I can't help you. We tried to help you and you waited till the last minute and didn't do your work like you're supposed to. We can't help you. And then he said he also flunked out of the community college too. Wow. And that's why he was able to, for, he forged it, the community college papers, and then he got back into you know, Rochester, if, New York. If these people put as much effort into normal things as they do crime, they could do be quite a lot with their lives. I mean, all mm-hmm. that effort to forge a signature on loan paperwork and the cover up, try to cover up a murder, plan a murder and cover it up. How would you put that much effort into your homework? You know? Yeah, I mean, he would definitely have been a success, very successful man, but the stuff Craziness. he chose to do, like, totally fucked up his whole life. And now he's in prison for the rest of his life. And what can you do? You can't forge anything in there. <laughs> I mean, no, but he's, he's can probably get a fucking law degree or something. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah great. Good story. Good story. Crazy, right crazy. Here. All right, guys, go to all of our social media apps. You know where to go. And congratulations. To Cheyenne. Yes. Yeah. Happy wedding. Happy I'm yes. so excited. Yes, excited Ooh, for you guys. Um, I cannot fucking wait to see pictures and just I'm so excited. Yeah, she hired a also a photographer and videographer. Um, so that Yay. she'll have that prof- she'll have it professionally captured. Um her dress is just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I know. I, yeah. I just, uh, I haven't It's going it, to be but... freezing fucking cold. I bought like a really pretty, um, like wrap for line for trim wrap thing to go because it's going to be cold. But then again today. Okay. So I woke up today and it was chilly outside and I asked Alexa, I don't want to say the name. Oh crap. She heard me. I asked her what the weather was today. Oh, she's good. She didn't listen. Anyway, I asked her what the weather was. And at that time it was 47 degrees here. And so I said, what time, what is the weather in Scotland right now? And it's, it was 47 degrees in Scotland too. But the difference is it was our low and their high. Um, 
So it's gonna yeah, be very it's very windy there. Windy, cold, wet. It's it's because it's you know surrounded That's by what water. She said. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, but I'm excited. We have we've done cold before, so not 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 too worried about it. Oh, it's happening, it's really exciting. happening. I just can't believe it's, it's already crazy. I just I can't believe it. 2022 is pretty much gone. Yeah. 2022 flew by i'm i'm not gonna lie it did so it did. but 2023 is gonna be fucking amazing i'm excited new job we start, stuff, oh oh, so. oh this was what I, we started watching the cabinet of curiosities on netflix i have it on my list it's good each story it's like episodic so every each story is each episode it's is its own story it's good mm-hmm. it's good it's very creepy it's some things you're like what i like it because it doesn't try to explain the backstory too much which i don't uh, some some shows they try to put too much into that one ep- episode and really try to explain right. this backstory with a, and I'm, I'm glad that with this one they did not they didn't try to do that too much so after each episode a lot of you a lot of the answers are you have no answers as to what was happening or anything around it but it's just that weird little short story right there but yeah 10 out of 10 highly recommend it's very really good mm-hmm the Midnight Club is really good too. I've watched is all it? those episodes. That's like on a, that's like it's a cute. series, right? It's a series you have to watch. But it is, but they're all already out and it's super yeah. cute. So it's part of the Flanniverse, which is the that one and Midnight Mass and Haunting of Bly Manor and Hill House are okay. all from that same. Yeah, it was a little spooky, but not like where you can't. Not where I couldn't. Yeah, handle, you know, like I think it was stuff, Ashley, so. the, my nail lady, who was telling me that Midnight Club is a little more juvenile, um, juvenile it, than the other things. But we're watching. Yeah, Black but it's Manor not scary right now, and, just, and it's getting good. So you're watching what? Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. I know it's been out for a while. We just hadn't watched it yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the scary stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about it. Haunting of Hill House it. was way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, by manner so far is really good and spooky. They're, they're haunted house movies. It's not really about the people. It's the house. Yeah. Really good. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on our accountant pages, OnlyFans. Uh, you can find us there. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram. Um, make sure you guys leave us reviews on Spotify. You click up at the top where the stars are and you leave, it'll pop up for you to leave a review. I figured that out. So you oh. guys can leave us a review. Well, there you but go. really appreciate it. Um, refer all your friends and uh, buy us a coffee. And hail all to right. uh, High Priest Robert. Yes, hail to High Priest Robert. Even though we did away and with on, he's still our sponsor for Triple Strip. Congrats for, to this, um, the amazing bride and groom. We're so happy for you guys. Yes. All yeah. right. Y'all come, come back, back now. Yeah. You're You're here. Here.